Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hanging with Mr. Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> this chapter is going to be, I think, a really good one. Chapter 8 of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. How to get the results you want. I am all about it, Mr. Murphy. Bring on your sage subconscious wisdom. I hope you all are doing well. I am ever so happy you are here. Let us continue on our journey with Chapter 8, How to Get the Results You Want. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. The principal reasons for failure are lack of confidence and too much effort. Many people block out answers to their prayers by failing to fully comprehend the workings of their subconscious mind. When you know how your mind functions, you gain a measure of confidence. You must remember, whenever your subconscious mind accepts an idea, it immediately begins to execute it. It uses all its mighty resources to that end and mobilizes all the mental and spiritual laws of your deeper mind. This law is true for good or bad ideas. Consequently, if you use it negatively, it brings trouble, failure, and confusion. When you use it constructively, it brings guidance, freedom, and peace of mind. The right answer is inevitable when your thoughts are positive, constructive, and loving. From this, it is perfectly obvious that the only thing you have to do in order to overcome failure is to get your subconscious mind to accept your idea or request by feeling its reality now. And the law of your mind will do the rest. Turn over your request with faith and confidence and your subconscious will take over and answer for you. You will always fail to get results by trying to use mental coercion. Your subconscious mind does not respond to coercion. It responds to your faith or conscious mind acceptance. Your failure to get results may also arise from such statements as, things are getting worse, I will never get an answer, I see no way out, it is hopeless, I don't know what to do, I'm all mixed up. When you use such statements, you get no response or cooperation from your subconscious mind. Like a soldier marking time, you neither go forward nor backward. In other words, you don't get anywhere. If you get into a taxi and give a half dozen different directions to the driver in five minutes, he would become hopelessly confused and probably would refuse to take you anywhere. I'm sorry, brother. Do you want to go to the history museum or did you want to get a coffee? I mean, which one do you want to do? One or the other? I'm free for it. Look, if you want me to drop you off at the toy store or the M&M store, we can do that. That's fine. Switch one first. What do you want to do? I'm confused. That is my subconscious taxi driver, feeling very confused. It is the same one working with your subconscious mind. There must be a clear-cut idea in your mind. You must arrive at the definite decision that there is a way out, a solution to the vexing problem in sickness. 
Only the infinite intelligence within your subconscious knows the answer. When you come to that clear-cut conclusion in your conscious mind, your mind is then made up, and according to your belief, it is done unto you. Easy does it. A house owner once remonstrated, remonstrated, gotta find out what that word means, R-E-M-O-N-S-T-R-A-T-E-D. Okay, so it might be remonstrated, because the uh, verb to remonstrate is the origin word. Uh, But it means, uh, verb, it means to make a forcefully reproachful protest. And the example sentence, he turned angrily to remonstrate with Tommy. Poor Tommy, what did Tommy do? Okay. A house owner once remonstrated with a furnace repairman for charging $200 for fixing the boiler. Well, 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 why did this cost $200? I'm remonstrating you. The mechanic said, I charged you five cents for the missing bolt and $199.95 for knowing what was wrong. I don't, I mean, I'd say, mechanics got the skills. Similarly, your subconscious mind is the master mechanic, the all-wise one, who knows ways and means of healing any organ of your body, as well as your affairs. Decree health, and your subconscious will establish it. But relaxation is the key. Easy does it. Do not be concerned with details and means, but know the end result. Get the feel of the happy solution to your problem, whether it's health, finances, or employment. Remember how you felt after you had recovered from a severe state of illness? Bear in mind that your feeling is the touchstone of all subconscious demonstration. Your new idea must be felt subjectively in a finished state, not the future, but as coming about now. Easy does it. Oh, I'll happily admit, one of the things that is difficult to do is not get yourself all worked up these days. Certainly, I uh, am still employing the Bodoin technique, although I've eliminated the 10-day thing. I'm just, you know, taking it easy every night, giving myself a little mantra. But oh, be oh boy, I don't blame anybody for stressing out these days. This is rough and tumble days these days. However, I think that if we all are able to take a moment, breathe in and breathe out, and recognize that that moment back then when we were so stressed out has now passed and it's a new moment that we can, in fact, inform differently. We can move forward and upward and onward. One of the questions I like to ask myself before I go to sleep and right as I wake up, what would it feel like to be financially independent? What would it feel like to be financially abundant? What would it feel like to be financially secure? And I got to say, when I think about it, uh, it's a pretty good feeling that I get that I'm able to generate. How do you feel when you posit yourself the question, how would it feel to be financially secure? Okay. Infer no opponent. Use imagination and not willpower. In using your subconscious mind, you infer no opponent. You use no willpower. You imagine the end and the freedom state. You will find your intellect trying to get in the way, but persist in maintaining a simple, childlike, miracle-making faith. Picture yourself without the ailment or problem. Imagine the emotional accompaniment of the freedom state you crave. Cut out all the red tape from the process. The simple way is best. 
I was watching a very wonderful YouTube channel, uh, Clay Arnow, all about the uh, whole INFJ situation. For those of you that are unaware, Myers-Briggs delineates different personality types with uh, different letters. I identify as an INFJ, and so I do research because it's, uh, it's a weird state to be in, being Mr. Douglas sometimes. And the one thing that uh, really perked my ears up, shot my eyebrows right up, was he said, you know, after I understood that the pursuit of happiness wasn't exactly correct, I really needed to pursue freedom. And that happiness equates to freedom, the freedom to do really what you want to do in some way, the freedom to be who you want to be in some way. The more you pursue freedom, happiness as uh, an ancillary product seems to join you for the pursuit. Moving on. How disciplined imagination works wonders. A wonderful way to get a response from your subconscious mind is through disciplined or scientific imagination. As previously pointed out, your subconscious mind is the builder of the body and controls all its vital functions. The Bible says, Whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. To believe is to accept something as true, or to live in the state of being it. As you sustain this mood, you shall experience the joy of the answered prayer. Whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. The Three Steps to Success in Prayer The usual procedure is as follows. 1. Take a look at the problem. 2. Turn to the solution or way out known only to the subconscious mind. 3. Rest in a sense of deep conviction that it is done. Do not weaken your prayer by saying, I wish I might be healed, I hope so. Your feeling about the work to be done is the boss. Harmony is yours. Know that health is yours. Become intelligent by becoming a vehicle for the infinite healing power of the subconscious mind. Pass on the idea of health to your subconscious mind to the point of conviction. Then, relax. Get yourself off your hands. Say to the condition and circumstance, this too shall pass. Through relaxation, you impress your subconscious mind, enabling the kinetic energy behind the idea to take over and bring it into concrete realization. Hey, there's a great song that I can absolutely raise my hands up and say has helped me many a time. Uh, okay goes, this too shall pass. Ooh, I'm going to listen to it after I record this. The law of reversed effort and why you get the opposite of what you pray for. Coué, the famous psychologist from France who visited America about 40 years ago, defined the law of reversed effort as follows, quote, When your desires and imagination are in conflict, your imagination invariably gains the day, unquote. If, for example, you were asked to walk a plank on the floor, you would do so without question. Now, suppose the same plank were placed 20 feet up in the air between two walls. Would you walk it? Your desire to walk it would be counteracted by your imagination or fear of falling. Your dominant idea, which would be the picture of falling, would conquer. Your desire, will, or effort to walk on the plank would be reversed, and the dominant idea of failure would be reinforced. Mental effort is invariably self-defeated. 
eventuating always in the opposite of what is desired. The suggestions of powerlessness to overcome the condition dominate the mind. Your subconscious is always controlled by the dominant idea. Your subconscious will accept the strongest of two contradictory positions. The effortless way is better. And as a quick aside, I had written down here, Wu Wei, baby. And Wu Wei is, I believe, it's an Eastern philosophy. I think it comes from Taoism, but it's the uh, philosophy of non-doing. And it, it takes the idea of the effortless way is better to kind of an extreme where it basically states, hey, look, the stress that you're stressing out about stressing is not worth stressing out about. Just drop it. Drop it all. Drop it. And see how much you can drop all. Just drop it all. Drop it and do nothing. Drop it. Because you are already, especially if you are so jazzed up with all of this energy, stressing about stressing, you've already got everything you need within you to do whatever it is that you're stressing about that you need to do. You got it. So drop it. Release. Stop stressing. Start relaxing. And as soon as the opportunity arises for you to act, go. Do it. Move. Boom. Don't even think. You're ready. So don't do anything until you do it. And then do it without hesitation. Woo way, baby. Thanks, Taoism. If you say, I want a healing, but I can't get it. I try so hard. I force myself to pray. I use all the willpower I have. You must realize that your error lies in your effort. Never try to compel the subconscious mind to accept your idea by exercising willpower. Such attempts are doomed to failure, and you get the opposite of what you prayed for. The following is a rather common experience. Students, when taking examinations and reading through their papers, find that all their knowledge has suddenly deserted them. Their minds become appalling blanks, and they are unable to recall one relevant thought. I just thought it was because I was <laughs> bad at school. I like this. The more they grit their teeth and summon the powers of the will, the further their answers seem to flee. But when they have left the examination room and the mental pressure relaxes, the answers they were seeking flow tantalizingly back into their minds. Trying to force themselves to remember was the cause of their failure. This is an example of the law of reversed effort, whereby you get the opposite of what you asked or prayed for. The conflict of desire and imagination must be reconciled. To use mental force is to presuppose that there is opposition. When your mind is concentrated on the means to overcome a problem, it is no longer concerned with the obstacle. Matthew 18.19 says, If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Who are these two? It means the harmonious union or agreement between your conscious and subconscious on any idea, desire, or mental image. When there is no longer any quarrel in either part of your mind, your prayer will be answered. The two agreeing may also be represented as you and your desire, your thought and feeling, your idea and emotion, your desire and imagination. You avoid all conflict between your desires and imagination by entering into a drowsy, sleepy state, which brings all effort to a minimum. The conscious mind is submerged to a great extent 
when in a sleepy state. The best time to impregnate your subconscious is prior to sleep. The reason for this is that the highest degree of outcropping of the subconscious occurs prior to sleep and just after we awaken. In this state, the negative thoughts and imagery which tend to neutralize your desire and so prevent acceptance by your subconscious mind no longer present themselves. When you imagine the reality of the fulfilled desire and feel the thrill of accomplishment, your subconscious brings about the realization of your desire. A great many people solve all their dilemmas and problems by the play of their controlled, directed, and disciplined imagination, knowing that whatever they imagine and feel as true will and must come to pass. The following will clearly illustrate how a young girl overcame the conflict between her desire and her imagination. She desired a harmonious solution to her legal problem, yet her mental imagery was constantly on failure, loss, bankruptcy, and poverty. It was a complicated lawsuit, and there was one postponement after another with no solution in sight. At my suggestion, she got into a sleepy, drowsy state each night prior to sleep, and she began to imagine the happy ending, feeling it to the best of her ability. She knew that the image in her mind had to agree with her heart's desire. Prior to sleep, she began to dramatize as vividly as possible her lawyer having an animated discussion with her regarding the outcome. She would ask him questions and he would answer her appropriately. He would say to her over and over again, There has been a perfect, harmonious solution. The case has been settled out of court. During the day, when fear thoughts came into her mind, she would run her mental movie with gestures, voice, and sound equipment. She could easily imagine the sound of his voice, smile, and mannerism. Yeah. She ran this mental picture so often it became a subjective pattern, a regular train track. At the end of a few weeks, her attorney called her and confirmed objectively what she had been imagining and feeling as true subjectively. Hey, guess what? This is really what the psalmist meant when he wrote, Let the words of my mouth, your thoughts, mental images, good, and the meditations of my heart, your feeling, nature, emotion, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, the law of your subconscious mind, my strength and my redeemer, the power and wisdom of your subconscious mind that can redeem you from sickness, bondage, and misery. Psalm 1914. Not gonna lie, big fan of the Psalms. And chapter 8, review. Ideas worth recalling. 1. Mental coercion, or too much effort shows anxiety and fear, which block your answer. Easy does it. 2. When your mind is relaxed and you accept an idea, your subconscious goes to work to execute the idea. 3. Think and plan independently of traditional methods. Know that there is always an answer and a solution to every problem. 4. Do not be overly concerned with the beating of your heart, with the breathing of your lungs, or the functions of any part of your anatomy. Lean heavily upon your subconscious and proclaim frequently that divine right action is taking place. 5. The feeling of health produces health. The feeling of wealth produces wealth. How do you feel? 6. Imagination is your most powerful faculty. 
imagine what is lovely and of good report. You are what you imagine yourself to be. 7. You avoid conflict between your conscious and subconscious in the sleepy state. Imagine the fulfillment of your desire over and over again prior to sleep. Sleep in peace and wake in joy. All right, everybody, that'll do it. Now, just as a postscript for my own fun experience, when I imagine and begin to feel that feeling of my desires fulfilled, I have this interesting image. You guys seen The Matrix? You know in The Matrix when Neo gets resurrected after he gets shot a whole bunch of times in the hallway at the uh, final scene and he flexes and the world around him goes... Yeah, that is the kind of feeling... Uh, not with that sound exactly, but that is the kind of feeling that I feel. Just that, mm, I am right here, right now, complete. And it does feel really good. I imagine resurrecting from a whole bunch of gunshots would feel pretty good too. But yeah, that's just uh, my little image slash feel when I begin to imagine up what it would feel like to be financially successful, financially secure financially abundant, financially independent, that I may find the freedom and enjoy the happiness all along the way. And that we may enjoy the freedom that we are all each individually looking for. Let's do it. And let's do it Joseph Murphy style. Okay, until next time. You guys are great for hanging out. Thanks for hanging with Mr. Douglas. <laughs>